This week, we all get a bit fired up after that very, very spicy episode. We discuss that dagger again. And we finally get to the bottom of who would win in a duel, John of House Bracken or Gareth of House Blackwood. Welcome to Bastards and Broken Things. Bastards and broken things and That'd be mad, wouldn't it? I'm Gareth Blackwood. Hello and welcome to Bastards and Broken Things, a podcast covering House of the Dragon, brought to you by the lovely uh, and uh, very adorable fan critical network. I'm joined by two of those adorable members right now. You forgot who we were for a second, didn't you? The very <laughs> lovely... Uh, my fellow Lord, Bronze John. Yeah. Hello. Hello there. Yeah. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Good, cheers. And, and serving us wine and keeping us full and content during this podcast... We have the most famous squire in the realm, Gareth. The most popular squire in the realm. Mm. So. Mm. Only. Mm. Yeah, the, the small folk <laughs> pine for you. They're making plays the about Gareth the squire. <laughs> yeah, the halfers. Who will be king? Fucking hell. Will it be the squire? Yeah, Jesus. definitely. Uh, anyway, <laughs> you both all right, are you? You both all right? You, you chugging along? Chugging along, in it? Just days. cracking on, just yeah. doing more of these. Um <laughs> <laughs> Do more of these. Just do more of these, to be honest. They just said to just come out and just say hello and that at the yeah. beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Look, I'm, uh, you know, I, I'm in the UK, which is a bit solemn at the moment. Cause yes, we've, uh, yes, of course. Why is that? Yeah, because all the football's been cancelled, hasn't it? Yeah. But also the Queen. Yeah. The Queen has passed away. Um, that is actually sad. And, and as, as we're all British on this podcast, obviously... Uh, it, it's been a sad... I actually was actually more affected by it than I thought I would be, John. So it caught me by mm. complete surprise. Mm. Well, you said you were delighted because you got the bank holiday in Australia. <laughs> you do. I did say <laughs> it's good that we get a bank holiday, mm. but that is just because I need time to mourn. She's our queen yeah, too, you know. So. She's our queen too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. anyway... It's been it has been a weird week like that. Um but of course let's let's get on to what we're really here to talk about, which is episode four of House of the Dragon, titled The King of the, the Narrow Sea. Um yeah, maybe. Uh and this was a very steamy episode. Mm. Uh things really went up a notch and uh um, oh, what? You can't say that. I can wanna you? know. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna know if you were all fired up, Bronze John. I'm fascinated to hear your thoughts because me and Gareth have obviously already discussed it. In was. The, He's sweating uh, now. Look at, him. Look, at, mm. look at his sweaty he little face. dripping with sweat. <laughs> Jesus Very hot, Christ. Actually. Humid. Um, you've not even introed Gaz, have you? Or did I miss yes. that? Oh, sorry. Most no, yeah, famous yeah. squire yeah. in the realm. Sorry, I was having this a drink. A while, you, so was... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so you, you just meant to come out and say hello and then uh, that's it. Yeah. So just okay. don't interrupt. All right, see ya. Um, okay. Uh, do you want my blueberry score from the off or what? You, you you do it the way you want to do it, mate. All right. It's your rodeo. Four blues. He hasn't worked it out yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Four blues. There you go. Yeah. Um, look, it's uh, it's funny. The, the reaction to this incest 
mm. makes me chuckle actually because there's a lot of people on the uh the internet superhighway you know talking in the the forums or the forums as you like to say and mm, they are shipping they're shipping the relationship yeah and it's weird there's quite a lot of like yay <laughs> Just like, ah, just even Michelle, when we watched it, she was like, "Ah, oh, see, I knew they were going to get together," and she seemed like quite happy. I was like, yeah. "You know, that's his niece, right?" And she's like, "No, I know, but they're <laughs> like that, aren't they?" That's what she said. She goes, "Oh, they're mm. like that. Mm. There's precedent for it." Um, can't get behind it myself, to be honest. Um, <laughs> there's a wall in the way for one. Um. But, uh, yeah, look, overall, I thought there was some there was some interesting bits in the episode. I, I was kind of oh, not that. to... Always with that. Always with that. <laughs> now, hold on, it's a bit dark, <laughs> that. Let me just rewind that. Fuck, we've been watching this episode for five hours. Come on. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was some of the things that you spoke about in the hot take about kind of the over the topness of flea bottom yeah i i'm like yeah i i agree it's a bit too much isn't it it's not that much of a sordid squalor is it like come on um i i, I also was interested to to see what you thought len of the fact that we've now got another episode that's just in King's Landing, or for, for the most part, I know that it storms end for a bit. Um, yeah. What, what What did you think of that? Because I know, I know you were keen to get away from it a little bit. Yeah, it's just it, it, look, it's 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 kind of like Game of Thrones season one, where it was. I, I, even then, they had three locations. They had Winterfell, then they had King's Landing, and they had Essos, yep. uh, <clears throat> Pentos, and then the Dothraki Sea, wherever that may be. Um, so. Yeah, it is a bit stagnant, but I think this episode, more than others, had some parts of King's Landing we hadn't seen for a while or ever. Like um, the the sort of the stuff we've read about, like the um, secret passageways and stuff, you know, that was cool because we haven't actually seen that in the show. But we know in the books, you sort of uh, Varys uses them fucking all the time, you know, um, <laughs> to get around the Red Keep and stuff. Easy, isn't it? Um, to, yeah, so that was cool. I, you know, getting on the street level was a little bit different. Um, but yeah, they, they, they we need to see somewhere else soon because I, it's getting silly now. She dressed Saving as Oliver money, Twist as well, didn't she? A little, <laughs> yeah. little good, wasn't it? please, sir. Yeah, yeah. your mate, no, yeah. your mate from, yeah, yeah, from work, <laughs> straight into the brothel, please, sir. Can I have some more? Don't be so greedy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, finish your first, no, look, one. A, first. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It's uh, it, it felt like more of a cleaner um, Game of Thrones style episode. Mm. I thought the ending mm. was pretty strong as well. Um, yeah, the, good ending. This is what Liked I'm talking it. about when I say Otto Hightower. He's been too like sly and obvious. This is what I didn't like about him before. His reactions in this episode, as a viewer, you now sympathise with him, and it's difficult for you. You'd look at him and go, 
Has he actually done anything wrong here? What? No. What's going on? No. Of course he hasn't. Well, or maybe, who knows? But it's not... Uh, it's not as overt as the other episodes have been, where it's like, oh, guess what's happened here? I was like, go away, mate. <laughs> Whereas this, this, he was really good in this episode, really good. Um, more yeah. of that. Yeah, we, yeah, we talked, yeah, we talked about that and said how it was like he's actually kind of doing his duty, but the other things have kind of fucked him over from before. You know, all these little conversations. All right then, Gareth. So you know, put your flagon of wine down and just come come let us know your thoughts please young squire um i am i'm going to concur with john and give it four bloobs um mostly because of the incest stuff actually um big fan big fan of that Mm. um that's not wrestling though gas they're not wrestling (laughs) what they doing then (laughs) we'll tell you later Okay. We'll tell him later. Yeah, <laughs> after pa- Patreon only well, uh, content. Us telling Gaz what was going on in the episode. And it was cool to see different wrestlers up against each other at different times as well. Um, but yeah, that was cool. Like I said in hot takes, I thought um, yeah, Flea Bottom was was way over the top. It was like it was, it was like some sort of like festival horror film like mm. carnival like oh what's going on here but this is it's you know that's and i think what's happened is like descriptions from the book are like oh flea bomb is the worst place in the world you don't want to get stuck there and it's like yeah that's absolutely true that's completely true but that's like you know streatham in London, but it's not like you're going to walk past and <laughs> no. see sort of. Shetham's Mate. actually quite nice now. Oh well, yeah, we live there. John, when we live there, there for a shit hole when you time. Yeah, um, but you know th- that doesn't mean there is literally constant shenanigans taking place. Like you're not going to have to see <laughs> a murder, a rape, a man blowing fire. A woman with no eyes, like th- these aren't. <laughs> what a show that was, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but exactly. Like it's going to have to be a specific show. This is supposed to be just a r- ordinary night. Um, I, you spoke about the ending. Some of the reaction that I've seen to this episode kind of inverts how I see it. In that, I've heard, I've read quite a few people sort of saying, didn't love the sort of the first three quarters of the episode, but that last quarter really blew them away. And they're actually referencing um, the dagger scene as being a a real (laughs) positive for a lot of them. And I don't know. I'm wondering now, like, have I just been tainted with cynicism? And like, maybe if I was with the blissfully ignorant, over there i would i would enjoy i would have enjoyed that part of the episode but i really didn't i was like this is fucking stupid mm. stop doing this yeah rubbish again um and that we'll, we'll get into the dagger that, that, we'll, we'll, we'll sure. try and weigh that up later but that that's um that was the weaker part of the episode for me um but uh but yeah i i i liked this kind of change of pace you know a little bit sexier well a lot sexier really um way sexier. Way sexier. It was good. Um good to have that. So yeah, four bloobs from me. Yeah. I will join the Minutemen, as we used to be called, and give it uh four blueberries. Because I thought I 
I think I've given every episode a four. I don't know. <laughs> did I? Have I? Mm, Maybe four, I have. Yeah. Nothing, nothing has taken me to a five yet. And this definitely isn't a three. Um, I think there's some really good stuff in here with um, Damon, uh, his haircut for one. Yeah. Much better. His little crown. Really liking his new hairstyle. Yeah, liking his new crown. We'll get onto that in a bit as well. Um, I like the development of the situation with him and Rhaenyra. Um, they definitely have a chemistry, um, which was hinted at even in episode one. And, you know, it's it, it did come very quickly. Oh, God, wrong, bad use of words. It, it, it rose. Crass, it? Just say crass. Crass. But also, also the way they went, oh, God. Come on, yeah. man. We didn't yeah. need that. Yeah, you have to make sound effects as well, mate. I can tell by the look. Of it. <laughs> I just mean that it sort of arrived out of nowhere here because <laughs> arrived out of nowhere as well. Accident. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> now go on, carry on. <laughs> Sorry. Right, let me finish. Oh, not like that. <laughs> he can't help himself, can he? Fucking hell. You just let us know when you finish, mate. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, twice already. Jesus Christ. Go on. Anyway, <laughs> I think overall, like Gaz said, the episode's a lot sexier, but it, yes. it wasn't just it wasn't just sex position for the sake of it. It was actually position extremely well. oh, my word. meaningful uh, interactions. <laughs> and <laughs> I can't finish my fucking point because of you children. Yeah. So Us. unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable! People listening back to this, like, is he having a laugh? Yeah. No, it, it was a it was a much better episode than last week's. Actually, even though last week's had all of the the battle scenes and things, I think the show is at its best when, it, when we're having these conversations. But you know, the Otto and Viserys stuff at the end is brilliant, um, and I, I'm really liking Rhaenyra's character. She is so like, I don't know. She's just she's untamed at the moment and she's causing chaos and Damon is pure chaos. So together it's a bit of a disaster, but, um, I did, um, I'm... Viserys, Viserys described her as, uh, restless and chaotic. I think that's, that's quality, mm. which is what Damon yeah. is, which is what Damon is really. So you can see they have the similarities. Um, and, and you know, another year has passed. So, uh, you know, time is going on quite quickly. Uh, I like the juxtaposition with Alison stuff. I thought that was really good. Um, and is setting up some stuff uh, between those two characters, Rhaenyra and Alison, later on. So for me, it's a four. I'm still waiting for the episode, you know, the five blue. Where is it? Where is it? Is it coming? Who knows? Would you be disappointed if every episode of the season was a four or a three? Would that be a disappointing season? Yes, Yes, I think so, because the thing that sets Game of Thrones um, above some other shows um, is its moments. Now, we'll all agree that Game of Thrones wasn't always the best show on television. Maybe a couple of seasons were, but overall, if you look at the seasons, there's some definite dips in there. And if you were to compare it to something like The Sopranos or Breaking Bad or The Wire, you would say those shows are far more consistent than Game of Thrones. So Game of Thrones excels in moments, and I'm worried that at the moment we haven't got one of those to hold on to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, for me, is what sets gives it a chance of being the, one of the most memorable shows. You know, Red Wedding, um, Baylor, you know, Episode 9, Season 1, 
uh, Hard Home, the Field of Fire battle scene, Battle of the Bastards. You know, you, you can, you know, the, 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 the set getting blown up. All that shit's amazing. Mm. So um, we need a moment and I hope it comes. Uh, episode nine is usually when it should happen. Um, so we'll see how we go. But yeah, I would be disappointed, John, I have to say, because mm. we, we, it's HBO. It's Game of Thrones. We expect some standout episodes and there has to be one soon. Um, they've all been very good, in my opinion, as you've seen, four from me across the board and you've only gone to three once, John. So And Gaz has gone three once. So that's pretty good scores. But we just need that moment to really catch a I was waiting for you to try and work out what the average score was there. Uh, <laughs> like my brain was ticking like, <laughs> can't figure it out. Um, all right, let's have a quick little advert and then we'll jump into the plot. Thank you to everyone who is listening to the show, whether it's on the Fan Critical channel, the Bastards and Broken Thing channel. Uh, we really appreciate it. If you could subscribe and share, that would be amazing. Um, and if you want to support the show further, you can go to patreon.com forward slash fancritical and give us some of those precious monies, yeah, um, to help us with operating costs, uh, keep John nice and fed, you know, because he likes to eat and drink booze. No, I'm joking. It doesn't really go towards that, but doesn't you know, well, I, I'm not costs. seeing any of that. Yeah, exactly. Tax deductible, so, I imagine. It's, the, it's your job. It's in the piggy bank. It's in the piggy bank. Don't yeah. call him that. Uh, and we have a new, <laughs> we have a new Patreon this week, guys. Terry, Terry Pitnick. Ah, oh, Terry. Thank you for joining the Patreon. We really appreciate it. We appreciate your support. You've uh, interacted with us a lot on socials as well, and uh, it's it's nice to have your support for what is essentially our core show game of thrones slash house of the dragon uh so we really do appreciate your support and we are thrilled that you are loving the uh the content which you must be because you've joined the patreon so thank you very much kind of says it all doesn't it really yeah. thank you very much um and like i said you can join terry and our other amazing patreons by going to patreon.com forward slash fan critical and uh, at the bare minimum just subscribe to the channel that's all we want just subscribe to the channel bare minimum take it to the next level patreon all right let's jump into the plot shall we boys <laughs> boys <laughs> drinking apple juice i'm trying to fool my brain into believing that that's a beer <laughs> yeah, you're drinking pink gin you're drinking pink gin, pink gin? swigging it as well <laughs> fucking hell Good on you, mate. Let's have it. All right, then, boys. The plot begins thusly. Rhaenyra travels to Storm's End, where, with Lord Bormund Baratheon's guidance, she meets and rejects countless suitors. Okay, mm. so I, I said this is not take, and I think I've confirmed it. This is the first time we have been inside Storm's End. It's quite cool. Yeah, um... I think the closest that we would have got to it would have been kind of wherever Renly was um, situated with his army. Um, but that's right. I don't, I don't think we saw Storm End at all in Game of mm. Thrones, um, the series. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's always nice to. I mean, we've got Harren Hall in slightly better shape than it is in Game of Thrones uh, in the first Season episode. Two, yeah. 
um yeah. yeah more more of that more of that you know jump around it's good um it, it sort of descends into chaos i mean firstly let's just say this beric dondarian we mentioned it in the um hot take this is the shit beric dondarian jesus christ this is a bad one well he's still better than um, the guy they cast as beric in season one in season, season one, one beric. oh my god do you remember yeah, that yeah ned's like in game of thrones season one he was beric such dondarian, a weak come up beric here for dondarian. a sec it's just some guy just wanders over from I don't know finance. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He was calculated in finance. Yeah, mm. yeah. Take your glasses on, off. We need you to go and get the mountain. He's like me. <laughs> what do you want me to do him for? <laughs> Fucking tax evasion. <laughs> um, yeah, awful, yeah. awful. But yeah, uh, I I think all of the older people that are representing the houses look a bit rubbish. I mean, we've seen the Starks already. Um, yeah, they look shit. Yeah, so that's fine. But I, I kind of, you want it that way. Otherwise, people will be like, oh, he looks quite cool. Hopefully, he'll be in it more. And then when they're not, you're like, oh, that's annoying. Yeah. I, um, what did you think about this, dear listeners? The scene um, at the end of this this little you know courtship was very fun. Look, you know, a character that reminded me of Gareth steps up, right? And he's, you know, pleading with Rhaenyra. And then you've got John on the sideline. I think he was very gracefully presenting <laughs> Diligent. his case. Diligent. Yeah. 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 yeah he was giving it yeah. a go, wasn't he? Yeah. And, then, and then someone like Bronze John, Bracken, on the sideline going, shut up, you're a dickhead. Well, he doesn't or, say that, does he? I mean, what, what does he, what does he know, say, then? Says, says, what does he say? He says the C word. He says the C word. We are an explicit podcast, but some barriers I just won't cross. <laughs> John could do what the fuck he wants. Yeah, I'm but, pretty you know, sure he I'm... goes, uh, shut up, you dumb cunt, or something like that. So uh, <laughs> one thing that, one yeah, thing that, we, yeah. that we didn't mention yesterday in the hot take is that um, obviously this is, this is a bracken and uh, it's a, a blackwood mm. that's, you know, putting himself forward and the brackens and the blackwoods are like arch rival families who i'm pretty sure right. they they're a massive feature in the duncan egg stories um they're kind of ongoing feuds um and you know sir duncan and egg have to um have to sort of mediate some of their their squabbles but um so it's quite nice to see to see those families and those those crests there that's quite cool even if the people, uh, like the kid for the Brackens, like Jesus Christ, man, like it just, uh, like John said, I think some of the casting for some of these ancillary characters is is borderline atrocious, isn't it? It's just fucking. But they're shit. not helped yeah. by um, the fact that this was this was just stupid as a scene. Like, I mean, I'm saying it was cool <laughs> to see the Brackens and the Blackwoods, but. Like, come on, this is nonsense. This conversation is so... And then when they start getting their swords out, some... <laughs> just somebody goes, sheathe your steel, you twats. <laughs> what is yeah, this? Yeah, the Bor- Bor- Lord Borman yeah, says that, yeah. Oh, it was hey, him Lord that Borman says that. Right. Yeah, 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 He has the right to, yeah. but... It's his house. Do what the fuck he... He says it's his house, yeah? He's, ki- he's um, killed him there, well, surely. He's he's killed him, isn't he? He, he must have done it. Yeah, yeah, he's dead. Yeah, 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 he killed the Bracken. But what's interesting as well is um, how's that not kicking off know, a massive Don, civil war? Like Don Dar- Well, that's what I mean. That's what I said to Gareth in the hot take. Like the realm is very destabilized at the moment because of this shit. This wouldn't usually happen. Also, I thought it was interesting that 
uh, Beric Dondarrion is from Blackhaven Castle, which is where Crispy McCrispin, Sir Kristen, is from too. Mr. Crisps. He is. That's Mr. Crisp. He's from there. Mm. And uh, we'll be seeing more of uh, Mr. Crisp later in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, is had enough. She's fed up with this shit. She returns to King's <laughs> Landing. Uh, just as she does, Prince Damon arrives uh, on Caraxes, rocks the boat, literally. Uh, he arrives from the Stepstones. Uh, and he says that he was named King of the Narrow Sea, but swears allegiance to King Viserys and hands his crown to him. What do you boys think the crown was made out of? I've put crab feeders bones, question mark. Um, um, I thought human. So. Sorry. It looked human. It looked human, do you think? So that was, was, I, yeah. I was thinking, I oh, was this mm. little crab feeders, like hand bones or something ribs or his r- ribs ribs but then i thought they're they're a little yeah. bit small maybe they're actually just crab bones but then they've well, got an shit. exoskeleton as so. well so none of this makes sense mm. who cares let's yeah. go with it oh i knew john would say that yeah, yeah. who cares <laughs> fucking hell like imagine handing him that crown and it's like okay it's symbolic but also it's like what the fuck am i supposed to do with this yeah. Are these, Did are you these see what he does? With it? He sort of looks at it, and he, yeah. he, lo- he looks at it, and he just just goes, "Yeah, take that yeah, to one of his stinks. king's guard," and they're like, "Yeah." Um, I tell you what, I did like um, <laughs> when he takes the crown off, and his hair sort of flops to the yeah. side. I reckon that wasn't supposed to happen, but because it's that is what would have happened naturally because it happened. They were like, "Yeah, leave it in." Looks more like. Maybe it suits the character. I don't know. He's a bit reckless. I mean, he, he almost fucking... Yeah, he's chaotic. Yeah, he almost capsized a boat for no reason. So, so why are you doing that? <laughs> oh, that's Rhaenyra's boat. I'll just fucking destroy it. His hair did look yeah. cool, though, didn't it? That's, I think that's what you're saying. Like, it looked cool. He looked cool. He's got much better it's hair now. way better. He's got much better hair now. Yeah. It's totally believable as well. Like, he's grown up, he's matured, and his haircut says it all, people. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. It's nice. It's nice to see that uh, Viserys and 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 Damon sort of uh, you know reconcile here. This is the, uh, I believe, the first reconciliation that they have. Yeah, this is their first reconciliation. Uh, there might be more. I actually really <laughs> liked it. There is. I really liked it, and I thought <clears throat> it was a it was a, mo- a nice moment of like brotherly love that doesn't come around too often in this in this world there's a lot of sibling rivalry and you know we had it with we had it with john and rob um obviously and then um you know a little bit with a little bit with jamie and Tyrion. um but aside from that it's like everybody fucking hates their their siblings um or loves them too much you know and this was nice to see <laughs> yeah. a good balance. Yeah. Happy medium. <laughs> Happy medium. Right, do yeah. it more like that. Well, Gareth, you don't know what happens in the book, mate. So let's just say there's some Viserys and Damon. There's some stuff mm, that happens, People are mate. shipping that so, for next episode. <laughs> people are shipping, shipping that for the next looks one. between yeah. them. That's the second reconciliation, <laughs> yeah? So that's what yeah. I was talking about. <laughs> no, but you're right. They have this brotherly you know, moment in the Kingswood uh, in front of the uh, Weirwood tree. Um, and it's actually quite a nice scene. It's like them actually just reminiscing about their mother and how he doesn't give a fuck about seeing Alison's tapestries. Absolutely mugged her off. Mm. 
<laughs> it's quite brutal. Did he actually say no um, to then, that? Uh, well, no, but uh, Viserys was like, he don't give a fuck about that. It's Daemon Targaryen. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know who this man. is? <laughs> it was, you seen it? Yeah, there was, it was, get the um, football one. Uh, <laughs> he was wearing someone's ribs on his head earlier. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> He's a, he stinks. Yeah. There was a bit, um, though, like at the, end of, at the end of that conversation, and uh, Viserys is like, anyway, as I was saying... Mother always thought you were her favourite. It's like this is yeah. such shit dialogue, yeah. but it's fine. Yeah, it's shit. Yeah, yeah. really weird. <laughs> nice um, moment though. He has, has his this... hand on his yeah. cheek, doesn't he? Like older brother to yeah. younger brother. Yeah. Uh and it's interesting to see that Rhaenyra here and uh Alicent seem to have uh become friendlier again in the, after their tension in the last episode. Mm. Didn't see that coming, I have to be honest. No, neither did I. I thought it was just going to descend and descend and descend. But, it, they, you know, there's moments here um, where they have Can a I... bit of tenderness to each other. And I think Rhaenyra generally feels sorry for Alison. Um, is she in love? You know. Is uh, is Alison in love with nah, her? I don't get that vibe. Oh, that would be interesting. I mean, it's difficult to say. I mean, we'll talk about it later because Alison is in the high towers and it's a thing I'll reference later. They are very religious because obviously they come from Old Town sort of the heart of the faith of the seven or whatnot um which is why she's so against later on uh, the you know, sister wiving and the fucking incest and all that shit so, so sorry no, and i <clears throat> i'm not referencing anything from the books here i'm i'm if, we, if no, we're know, taking the I'm... tv show as a completely separate entity yep um yep. I don't know. I, you're I, getting those vibes. You're getting those vibes get, is what you're saying. Well, certainly when she's going off about Damon and stuff, there's a sense of like, and look, it can be two things. It can be jealousy because she wants to be young and go out and, you know, go yeah, to I think that's it. flea bottom yeah. and do naughty stuff. That's fine. Um, but I don't know. There, there's just a couple of occasions where it feels quite personal when she's specifically talking about her. But uh, look, mm. I, I definitely think it's the jealousy thing. And I think the line that Rhaenyra says to her, like she basically belittles the fact that she's just giving birth to heirs. Do you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and Alison, like she says, sorry, after she says it, because she realizes how fucking brutal it was. And we see later on this episode, how she is essentially a prisoner. Um, good acting. Even in a way like, like that, yeah, that, it's good. that, it's good stuff. That little intimate kind of sorry, it wasn't overdone. It was like a very realistic, that, like, I think she even yeah, mouths it yeah, rather than it. says it. You know, really good. Really good. Well done. I do, Congratulations. I do think it's a potential um, potential problem for the show to lose these actors as well. Because um, mm, they're, they're really good. They are really good. Um, yeah, they are doing really well. And... You know, I'm sure, like like they have for most of their sort of main, the main cast um, or main casting, they've they've done well with it. But um, it's it's I just imagine it's a hard role to pick up where somebody's left off as well. Um, and it's uh, and they're in different mindsets as well. I Big wonder different mindsets. I wonder whether or not they'll not necessarily this season, but. Uh, They'll use them in flashbacks throughout, you know, okay. certainly the next season. 
interesting. I, that I think quite, once they, there's quite a lot to yeah. cover, isn't there? Obviously, we're talking about some significant time jumps. I, I, <clears throat> I don't know. It's just speculation, right? But it would it would make a lot of sense for that to happen. Mm. Well, uh, let's crack on. Late at night, Rhaenyra disguised as a boy after receiving a secret package <laughs> and a note in High Valyrian. Uses the secret tunnels within the Red Keep uh, to sneak out with Damon and explore King's Landing. They drink and they even attend a play. Um, <laughs> they even attend a right, play. Thought, this is outrageous. Oh, well, yes. Yeah, yeah. Outrageous. Yeah. Um, I thought here it's quite fun that, um, you know, Damon, this is Damon's playground. Fleabottom. He is known as the Lord of Fleabottom, <laughs> one of his many titles. Um, Jumps on the swing and stuff. Spent... And... Yay! <laughs> yeah. Um, he's used to living there and he's used to spending uh, lots of crazy nights there. It's, it's, you know, his seedy little place that he goes to, it's, it's his release. Stretton. So him taking Rhaenyra around is, <laughs> is quite interesting. Um, what did you think about the witch with no eyes? What do you think about that? Um... I don't care, to be honest. Well, I said to Gareth in the hot take, John, about Maggie the Frog. Mm. Um, because she says, do you want me to tell you how you die? Like that. She um, goes, sorry, what? Can hear you, love. Yeah. Speak up. I, look, I, I, you know me, I'm kind of, I don't really want any ties to Game of Thrones. You know, let's just treat it as it is. Um, and I did, yeah, I did say in the hot take as well, like that would be a fascinating story. So don't have time for that, uh, unfortunately. So yeah. <laughs> that's a little Can't the yeah, pub. tidbit for the future, dear <laughs> listeners. Um, so they visit a shitty little play, which I thought was was quite quite fun in a way. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, Not paying right. for that, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's free, Gareth. <laughs> I think it's free. I think they give like tips afterwards or something. Mm. Um, Option. They give use, up acting. You know, there you go. There's a tip. There's <laughs> a tip. <laughs> uh, they end up visiting a brothel or a pleasure house, and uh, Damon seduces a willing Rhaenyra, but unable. And this is my interpretation. And tell me if I'm wrong. He either right. So there's two options. He either stops himself, or he's got performance issues. And I think it's performance <laughs> issues. Genuinely. Yeah. He's not 100% fit, is no, it? No, we've seen... You're going to be out for a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, give him a few there, weeks of rest. He's up. just had the battle at the Stepstones. Yeah. He's injured after that. Booked in for yeah. a scan next week. but No, but like, remember, he was he was shagging my Syria uh, in episode one and he just couldn't... Shagging. Couldn't get it going. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That is true. Um, yeah, he couldn't get it going, could he? And she was like, do you want me to bring in those actors from across the street? He's like, definitely not. They're, they're not going to help, are they? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's the suggestion, isn't it? Um, I think there's again, a third option, caught... though. Oh, yeah. Th- third on. option, which is that everything he's doing is actually super calculated. And like, he wants to... Super spicy. He wants to be this. He wants to kind of get Rhaenyra to that point, and oh yeah, and leave her. And he, he he wants to cause chaos. That's that's my vibe. But 
Um, little finger vibes, little finger vibes with the chaos yeah. sort of shit. Yeah. Like just, <laughs> I, I don't think they showed it on camera, but maybe. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> some of some of it. Now you're thinking of the yeah, king. Yeah, the thing. There's <laughs> no fingers. Yeah, <laughs> not a fun night out. They, um, <laughs> they, they. Uh, there's no way that he could know what she would do next. So it is blind. It's a blind play. He's just like fucking going. Okay, no, that's if a that witch, is calculated. <laughs> I knew you were going to But yeah, I like that, Gareth. I like the fact that you think he's just trying to. He's come back to the to the Red Keep just to cause mayhem for like one night and then fuck off again. <laughs> Very interesting. Back mm. for one night only. Uh, and he does for one night only. It does uh, yeah. get Rhaenyra fired up because as soon as she gets back fired to the Red up. Keep, she she uh, <laughs> entices Crispin. Crispin Cole into the room and uh, no, she steals his helmet. Him. <laughs> Little trickster. <laughs> That's one way of putting yeah. it. So, mm. um, what do you think about that then? Well, um, I spoke about it yesterday. So you go, John. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's the most obvious thing in the world that they were going to crack on with one another. Um, yeah. I, I, only because well, Lucy yeah. told us last week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, only because yeah, Lucy sage. told us. Um, there's gonna be dragons in this. Maggie, uh, Lucy the one. frog. Um, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lucy. Do the I feel frog. a little? I feel a little bit sorry for him. I have to say. <laughs> I feel a little bit sorry for him. I feel sorry for him. Yeah. I feel sorry for him. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I sort of felt sorry for me as well because I was sitting there and I was like, "Can this fucking scene hurry up?" Like, nah, it was tender. It was nice, bro. It doesn't have to be. Fucking you know, went on for ages. Like, I would never be a knight if it took me fucking twenty minutes to take my clothes off for sex. Like, Jesus Christ, man! Yeah, too I mean, long. If that's too long, I um, I feel bad for Michelle. Well, let's take your clothes yeah. off. What the fuck do you wear to bed, mate? Uh, <laughs> you have to do a little dance. That's part of it. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it. It's um, very arousing. Um, yeah, and the dance. So, I think it's time to talk about uh, talk about what the fuck is going on here because yeah, yeah. This is a kind of this is kind of like a whoa moment because we've talked about fire and blood, the book being an encyclopedic text where certain things are interpreted from first-hand accounts and mixed in with factual events like people dying or when battles started and when battles ended. And this has finally, uh, in some ways, fallen down on a certain path uh, that was told by Mushroom, the court jester, um, who is in Fire and Blood and is not in the show. Because he's like a, a dwarf jester character. Um, <laughs> so they, well, they just didn't want to cast that's him. Why. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> well, well that's I'll tell you what, it's, inter- it's interesting they haven't kept him in it. Um, and Hello, Peter Dinklage basically, speaking. <laughs> <laughs> basically, uh, most people around Hello, Mushroom Warwick Davis think speaking. he's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Warwick. Have you got Peter's number? So most people think that he's stupid, so they just say what they just say whatever they want to say in front of each other, uh, in front of him. Sorry. So so basically, they don't care about what he hears, and his uh, details are always the most sordid and disgusting uh, version of events. Mm. So what actually happens in the book here is it's believed that Rhaenyra 
came on to Kristen and that basically he turns her down and this starts a huge rift between them. But Mushroom's tale of events is that Damon was uh, sort of giving Rhaenyra kissing lessons for multiple nights and teaching <laughs> her how to how to woo Kristen in the bedroom. And then she advances on Kristen, also gets rejected, right? So the fact that it actually happened in the show and they did have sex is extremely interesting because it gives this whole new context to those events. Um, and Mushroom was kind of right in a way. So I think it's interesting they've gone down the mushroom route, don't you think, John? Yeah, yeah. Um, why haven't they got him in the show? Well, I have no idea because I think the show is trying to be very inclusive, like uh, of different ethnicities, and they've changed certain characters, um, and they've done they've done that, and I think they've done a good job. But do you think it's because Tyrion was such an iconic character that they don't want to bring another character in of similar ilk? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and Mushroom is is nowhere near the character that Tyrion is. You know, Tyrion is smart, a, intellectual, a, a little person. Yeah, you know, yeah. So that's what I mean. I mean, like, do you think they're just afraid that the that the character would be compared? I don't know, derivative and a bit like maybe. Uh, you know what I mean? It's a tif- it's, it, I think there's an argument for and there's an argument against, and I don't know where I sit on it. There was obviously a famous character cut from, you know, Stannis's crew. What was what was that jester? Ah, Remember the, the, the drowned? And yes. Then oh, the, man, the same thing. Oh, very like God. Yeah, like a sage. He, jingle, jingle, jingle bells, jingle. Yeah, let's just call him Jingle, jingle Bells. bells yeah, why not? And then we can push this podcast out at Christmas. Mr. Jingles. Mr. Jingles. Mr. Jingles. Yeah. <laughs> Jingly. Um Mr. Baubles. Um yeah. No, he was jingle something, but I'm telling you. I don't you. think I, I don't think he was remember. a little person. I think I actually think he was like No, he wasn't he a was, little person. He no, so well, I'm saying no, he was like a court jester, wasn't he? They keep keep around for yeah, a while. Yeah. yeah, he was a uh, jester. Yeah. Yeah. No, and but some also he might have prophecies and shit because he said well, some he was weird right shit well. sometimes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um but they cut him. You're right. Uh, maybe that he would have played a similar role in this. So so maybe as a writer of a TV show, a character like that is, I don't know, maybe it just introduces too much for, yeah. in a television They cut Penny as well, know. didn't they? They cut they cut Penny as well, they didn't did. they? From they did. You can understand why, though. So very, in- yeah, definitely. Um, difficult, difficult times there to basically truncate everything, the bastards. Um so I think, I think just sorry, just quickly, like I do think that is a really tough type of character to put into a show like this because it's like either I don't know, a court jester seems like a light hearted banter, banter character, but when they're mm. when they're giving you sort of dark prophecies or they're sort of giving you a view of of history like it's a tricky balance like are you supposed to take them seriously or be scared of them or yeah and 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 what would they do would they have a shot of mushroom just like in the corner of the room just watching do you know what i mean it's fucking weird like so you know Uh, his name is patch face situation patch face that's it patch face jingle boy jingle why did i say it was mr jingles (laughs) that's weird isn't it yeah, creepy. <laughs> oh, there's a little picture of him. Creepy fella. He does look creepy, yeah. Is that guy in the background looking at him? <laughs> Stannis. 
Yeah. And then Emma Phillips, just to the left there. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's John and Emma. <laughs> the listeners are going to be, like, shouting at us during that last five minutes going, it's fucking patch face, you idiots. Not Mr. Jingles. And I'm like, yeah, 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 well, anyway, whatever. I forgot, he's Mr. Right? Jingles from now on. <laughs> from now on, he's Mr. Jingles. Hmm. Um, so, Sir Otto uh, has little spies in and around King's oh, Landing and Flea Bottom. And they inform uh, him about Damon and Rhaenyra's exploits. Alison overhears Otto telling the king. And then she privately questions Rhaenyra, who denies having sex with Damon. Mm. She's not lying in a way, because she didn't. So, uh, yeah, I thought this was quite interesting. Like, Otto genuinely weighs up. Should I tell him? Should I not tell him? Um, and he's very <laughs> uncomfortable telling him. Very uncomfortable. It was quite good from him, I felt, acting Brilliant. Um, really good. I really liked it. Yeah. Uh, and we know that Varys was the master of whispers. Um, and it's quite nice to see that this tradition of having these little spies, these little birds in and around King's Landing was there hundreds of years before, right? Mm. Where are these kids coming from? Honestly, you just kill them, wouldn't you? Like, if there was a kid knocking about, you just kill him. What do you, you mean? Nosy. <laughs> <laughs> what? You can't just kill kids willy nilly, John. Why not? <laughs> if there's if there's Fuck a kid hell. knocking about, you would just kill just him. Just kill him, innit? John I mean, they're all trouble in Flea Bottom. Twenty twenty two. They're all well, yeah. I'm sick of them. Just sick of them. Just the ones in Flea Bottom. Everyone else, fine. Like, come on, mate. You're a working class hero. You you got to give him a chance. I'm not a snitch, though. They're snitches, aren't they? Snitches get stitches, bro. Yeah. Um, the king angrily confronts Damon, who seemingly <laughs> confirms the accusation and proposes that he wed Rhaenyra. Viserys says Damon only wants the marriage to gain the crown, then exiles his brother back to the Vale again. Uh, all right, John, you're a big proponent of the Damon just because he's annoyed that the king is always uh, just saying, oh, this person said this about I'm me. He just always admits to it. Mm. Uh, admits you're still it. on that train? <laughs> um, yeah. Am I still on that train? Uh, well, look, I mean, but this is different though, isn't it? A lot's happened from since that initial accusation mm. of which I'm not entirely sure that he did say four anything. years or five years but five years maybe you know a lot has happened since then he's gone off and fought a war you know smashed up Mr. Crabman proper smashed him up as well mm. smashed um, him yeah sucked all the juice out of his legs um, <laughs> made a crown out of it yeah the end yeah smells um, this scene uh I was a bit disappointed in, actually. I, th- I thought, I don't think again. I don't think he's angry enough. Who think, Viserys? Yeah, he, he loves him. him though. I know, but it's like, come on, fucking! I, you know, you've come back. I took your crappy little crown thing, gave you a little hug. You know, we were out in the garden having a drink. Watch the football. A couple of days later, you shagged my daughter. <laughs> what are you doing, man? Honestly. You know, after we've watched the next game, you got to go, mate. <laughs> like, this is, honestly, I don't care if we get to the final. All right, if we get to the final, stay for that. But then, yes, just come on, mate. What do you think final. about the marriage proposal? What do you think about the marriage proposal? His his idea of a wedding. Good idea. Do you think it's genuine? Good idea in this in these circumstances in these times. Yeah. I think, oh, I'll marry her then. It's your niece, mate. What are you doing? 
It's it's not like a we will, uh, it's you not know, we're upset about, you know, we're dragons, yeah. When when us two, when we were knocking about, we used to smash all the birds in the, you know, in the brothels, yeah. didn't we? In the pleasure houses, everyone was yeah. like, yeah, 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 they come. The tar goes. Yeah, what's the problem, mate? That's my daughter. <laughs> yeah. I've said again. I, this is mental. What's yeah. wrong with you, mate? Okay, John. Yeah. Can so I ask you a question? That's how this, the scene this, went. Is, this is very interesting. So, why is Viserys so against it when um, his both his parents were brother and sister? So, Balon and Alyssa Targaryen were brother and sister and then they got married and they had Damon and Viserys mm. so he's from a product of incestuous relationship right, okay. but he says mm. doesn't he he turns around and he's like you don't want my daughter you want the crown mm. it's not my do you think it's that? not my daughter or do you think you he lust? likes Rhaenyra he likes Rhaenyra he likes Rhaenyra well he does I like think Rhaenyra. he likes her but he can't maintain an erection does can he, he love so her? you know how much does he <laughs> like her you know what I mean uh, true that's what I'm saying True, mate. Um, that's the barometer no, he wants, he, that we're going on That's what he wants. That's why he can't get an erection. It's not. It's not sex that he requires. It's you know he wants power. He wants to be the best. Interesting. It's coming across as a bit of a tosser this episode. I have to be honest. He is a bit of a tosser though. He's that's his character. Like he's got good moments. I know, no, but and the, bad moments. he's hundred percent tosser in this episode. You know, I <laughs> I quite like sixty percent tosser. <laughs> You know, let's get us thinking. Jamie Lannister style. Yeah. 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 All right, then, Gareth. So, to avoid scandal, Viserys orders Rhaenyra to marry Selenor Valerion. Now, Gareth, if you don't remember, I remember. Uh, and listeners, I know. I'm just telling the listeners. No, don't, so you, tell yeah. don't tell them. Don't tell them. They've got work as well. Lenor <laughs> Valerion is the one who was riding the dragon sea smoke. Yeah. Uh, going, oh, yeah. yeah. Woo. All right, kick ass. Never ending story. Look at them all jumping in the bin and everything. What do you reckon about this uh, marriage uh, decision, Gareth? It's the correct one, isn't it? Oh, it's very sensible. It makes a lot of sense. Mm. Um, and, you know... A lot of bother could have been saved if um, if this had just been suggested earlier. Mm. Um, it was suggested last episode, a year ago. <laughs> last episode, one year ago. <laughs> Lionel <laughs> Strong it all, suggested it. it. Um, yeah, no, it was a great suggestion. That's what we said, old Lord Strong. He's a yeah. he's a smart guy. Strong boy. He's a really smart guy. Like good, isn't it? Promote him. S- strong by yeah. name, smart by nature. You know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's what they say yeah. about him. All right, all right. It makes a lot of sense, and it, I think it'd prevent a civil war. And why not? Like he's a good-looking guy. He's got a dragon. Like it's a great match. Yeah, hundred percent. It's a good match. Uh, yeah. We'll find out why it might not be in future episodes. No, it's going to be a brilliant match. All right. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's talk about this dagger then. So at the same time as this conversation, he's like, "Look, Rhaenyra, you've got to remember." right that it's not about you or me it's about this fucking prophecy yeah and if you ever forget it just put this dagger in the fire and these little words will illuminate um and you can see it says right here it says right here it says the prince that was <laughs> promised and that will be the song of ice and fire yeah so don't ever forget it remember put it in the fire and it will tell you all right so don't forget all right 
mad. And this is how you kill the Night King. <laughs> uh, what do you think then, John? Me and Gaz talked about it in hot takes. That you have a little say on this. Yeah, like I, um, when it came up, I I zoned out a little bit because I I knew I'd get annoyed otherwise. Um, if I just deleted that whole thing, then I'd be like, yeah, you know, excellent episode. But they keep souring it with this <laughs> nonsense. Like it doesn't matter. We're not interested in that. All right, can we just focus on this story right now? We don't yeah. need to. We don't give a shit about the fucking dagger. All right. I I guess the only way it's useful is if it's a motivation for Rhaenyra later on, but it doesn't seem like it is. You know, like a motivation for her uh, her to like unite the realm and part of the prophecy anyway let's talk about the prince that was promised prophecy because it is actually mentioned here which is interesting because we did say after the first episode we said so this is like the prince that was promised prophecy um <laughs> and you will have heard it in game of thrones and it's of course the same prophecy that melisandre preaches the that of azor azai uh, who would be born amid salt and smoke and would pull Lightbringer from the fire to defeat the darkness um Obviously, that's Lord of Light shit, but this prophecy is a Targaryen prophecy, apparently. Um, and it's an interesting Plagiarism. one because we are, well, in a way, we all know that Danny was reborn in the fire uh, in season one. And John, of course, was also reborn. And we know that from the books, or well, we know from the show, that the prophecy's bollocks, it seems, because <laughs> of the way that show ended. Um, but what I will say is. Um, in the books, it's believed that both are needed to complete the prophecy. In a way, they do in the show, but it's not its not right, is it? Tenuous, guys, isn't it? You know? um, it's tenuous at best. And although George has these... Uh, he likes to play with the misinterpretation of prophecy, which I think is really interesting, like the way that people read it, which is why you get like... Reddit thread upon Reddit thread upon Reddit thread. See now, you see the way these two words link up. That means that this is going to happen. You know what I mean? And it, that is very interesting. But the thing I don't like about this is it makes Rhaegar just seem so pointless as a character. You know, Rhaegar is meant to be this dreamer who has this dream and this prophecy um, that his child will be the prince that is promised. This makes it seem that like he's just, I don't know, just been mm. told it by the yeah. Mad King, maybe. Well, he, dro he dropped dropped a dagger in the fire, didn't he? He was like, oh, what's this say? <laughs> what's this say? <laughs> yeah. there, there is a line um, where it says, I think in the books, something like Rhaegar found something in his scrolls. This is someone recounting what Rhaegar did because obviously he's dead in the books by the time you're in the books <laughs> yeah. he says he, fi he finds a scroll and then he says I, I require a sword and armor I have to be a warrior uh, warrior warrior um, and yeah so it's like he finds this piece of information um, what I do think is interesting right guys is how does I will talk about it again how does this make you feel about the mad king because yeah. it's mad burn them burn all <laughs> burn them all burn them all yeah. actually like yes good advice that's he's just been misinterpreted i don't think i don't think it necessarily 
I don't think you have to you have to say, oh well, Rhaegar's pointless. It, there's uh, there's a chance that, that that this message gets lost at some point in the next hundred and very true hundred and fifty years or whatever. Like Yes. And is the Mad King necessarily gonna be passing on coherent messages to Yeah <laughs> to, to Rhaegar? I don't so, I don't think so. So so John's suggestion of it just being in the fire isn't stupid necessarily. Maybe that does happen. And this is what's interesting. Uh, you are right, because after the Civil War, maybe shit goes down and it does get lost. Um, and he maybe rediscovers it. But that 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 is interesting. I think I think the Mad King thing, like, do you think we'll get anything in the books about this in the next two books, if they ever arrive, obviously? Do you think we'll get, like, some of this told to us in those two books um winds of winter and, and dreams of spring i think we mm. i think we would if they get finished i do think they, they would because there's been so much foreshadowing and so many like so much repeating of you know like his final words and his his final days like that without it ever really being explained uh, i think and that's in the and, plan and george has told them this thing right guys like george is a essentially not a showrunner but he's a you know he, they passed this stuff this has gone through his uh he's looked at the script he's written parts of the script so if this has come from him I, I, we have to be getting it in a book and i just think it's going to be so much more satisfying in a book you know what i mean with mm. put it context yeah because right now it's just like john's right unless it affects rhaenyra's motivations in the fucking show which i'm not seeing any signs of yet she doesn't really care about anything at the moment unless it's like a driving force you know behind the things that she does it doesn't make any sense telling us this information now you know other than like hey look it's linked to the white walkers yeah it's just a nugget it's a nugget little nuggy for everyone <clears throat> nuggy needless nuggy. no one cares mm. anyway let's move on uh so the king uh on Rhaenyra's, you know advice decides to dismiss otto as hand, feeling that Otto has been manipulating him for his own personal gain. <laughs> what a revelation that was, eh? Oh, actually, I just—I'm thinking about this. Your young daughter, <laughs> you sending to my chambers when my wife died. That's a bit ambitious of you, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, he switched on, man. I'm telling you, people have a go. Him, he switched on. Yeah. Um, that daughter. I, I like um, the scene. She's your daughter, isn't she? <laughs> your grace <laughs> how good is that oh, actually yeah. you're a bit sly if I, if I think about it you're just in it for yourself aren't you let's be honest <laughs> your grace uh, stop saying your that grace, I... you've been caught out right that's it you, uh, come on you're sacked <laughs> now I'm sorry but I don't like to do it you know so I'm going to take this badge. little badge off you stay around for the game Right, but once the game's over, <laughs> you've got to go. Again, oh, right, if we do get to the final, I have got tickets already, so you can come to that. But that's, Yeah, because I was a waste. Um, <laughs> I thought it was very good that Viserys was like talking about his father and how his father died. Like, Balon was meant to be king. Uh, it was Jaehaerys decided that Balon was going to be king uh, and he was this great, Balon the Brave, I think it was. A very great 
uh, warrior, and he <laughs> died, uh, like Robert, at a hunt, a burst belly. And I they talk about how... Different different sort yeah. of burst belly. Like, yeah. not burst by a ball. Uh, and they... T- mm, no. But they talk, they talk about how... Um, that event obviously is, is is started off this chain reaction. It started off the Great Council, which needed to be, decide who was the next heir and all this stuff that happened. And Viserys is now king. Now, it was interesting to get the Robert parallels, but it was also nice to get information on Balon. And we find out that Balon was the dragon rider of Vagar. And as we all remember, Vagar's been a wall for a little while. Do you reckon he's coming back? Yes. Yes. Yeah. John's nodding. John's nodding. Everyone. Yes. He's forgotten. This is a audio <laughs> format. Just nodding away. Um. um yeah. No, but I thought that was cool information, right, guys? Do you think that was cool information? All this stuff about. I like the way that Viserys says it. Like five days. Can I? You know, can I ask you? Five days. Do you, reckon, you were the second most powerful person in the realm. Do you reckon yeah. there's an implication? I mean, there is a possible implication that Otto is responsible for Baylor's death. Like. Well, that's implied, isn't it? Surely, though, Viserys would do a little bit more than just take his little badge away if he if he genuinely thought that. <clears throat> I don't think he genuinely thinks it, but it is a coincidental thing. He's like, well, you know, you went from just some guy to within five days, you were the second most powerful man in the realm. And <laughs> he's been warned about Otto by Damon and Rhaenyra now. Um and it's 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 all it's all there to see for him. He's he's like John said, he's smart. He's figured it out, yeah, on his own. Well done. Okay, <laughs> so let me overthink it. But there's a line uh, before this where he's talking about his small council, and he's like, yeah, "But they're all in it for themselves." And it's like, yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, and he goes, "Yeah, they're all in it for themselves." So I'll sack only one of them. What's going on here? Why are you doing that? Yeah, unfair to be honest. If he yeah. took him to, you know, court, court, yeah, wrongful dismissal, wrongful dismissal, yeah, <laughs> get a get, fucking fortune, get Beric Dondarrion from season one back. He'll, <laughs> he'll represent you <laughs> <laughs> from finance. Yeah, yeah. No, we're gonna have to he seize your dragons, mate. I'm sorry, but you know, well, you fucking you, you try, mate. Go on. <laughs> yeah, we'll, anyway, we'll get the bailiffs uh, in later. So Otto's Otto's <laughs> gone for a while, which is. I think very interesting. Um, and now this is the final scene, and there's a lot to talk about here. As a precaution, the king sends, I put precaution in quotation marks, because he definitely thinks that Rhaenyra had sex with Damon, even though he says, you know, he believes Rhaenyra. Uh, As a precaution, the king sends Grand Maester Melos to give Rhaenyra uh, some moon tea. Now, power play. Moon tea, for anyone who doesn't know. Uh, is essentially the morning after pill in uh, Game of Thrones world. Um, characters throughout the books take it regularly. Uh, <laughs> thinking of characters like Cersei. Um, obviously, uh, all of them in the Red Keep, basically. Fucking Which one, then? <laughs> he's, he's, brewing, he's brewing moon tea, Pycelle. He's brewing moon tea, like, fucking every day. He's just getting a pot ready. Um, and just brew it. So all all, of, all of the others, <laughs> all of them, all of them. I'll give you more if you need them. But <laughs> <laughs> start with Cersei. Um, 
Yeah. I'll tell you what's interesting. Does she drink it, guys? Does she drink the moon tea? It ends with a shot of her looking at it. This is she's she this is what I was talking about yesterday about all these pickles everywhere because she now mm, pickle, pickle. is in a position where she can't tell anybody that she's she's got it on with crispy and she's saying that she hasn't had sex with her uncle, which is true. But so the tea is perfect. But she can't drink it because then it shows that to everybody else that she's had oh, sex with her uncle. Honestly. What a pickle. I know. It's like days of our lives, isn't it? It's just like, what can you do, <laughs> eh? Drama. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If yeah. it ended that, with the East Enders thing where it's like, do, 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 yeah. do. That would be perfect, wouldn't it? That that crash zoom into her face at the end when she turned <laughs> and faced the camera was perfect. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. This is going to get very interesting next episode. I'm interested. I am very interested. Now, look, this isn't a spoiler or anything, but let's just say <laughs> this time, if it follows the timeline like it does, fuck me, this is a point of contention that once again, uh, the show has decided to um, sort of reveal to us that the uh, that the books never did. Because, uh, John, you know, remember these strong boys? Yes. You know, you know, in the future. Yeah. Well, let's just say maybe they're not so strong, one of them. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Hey. You know what I'm saying? I'm with the leg. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the ne- have you seen the preview for the next episode? I don't watch the previews. Oh, okay. Um, Do you want to know? I don't like watching I don't like watching them. Do you want to know what the next episode is? What, what called? Uh, no, I don't know what it's called, but... Okay, well, go on and tell me. But I don't want to watch it, but you can tell well, me. Well, there's a wedding that takes place. Of course. Yeah. So, Lainor and uh, wow. Rhaenyra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's read between the lines. Mushroom and Mr. Jingles. I knew it. A match and made Lord in Blackwood. heaven. Lord Blackwood. Ah, you've That makes sense. <laughs> 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 that makes sense anyway uh, I just think keep an eye on that guys and remember moon tea did she take the moon tea yes I am fascinated yes no she didn't I don't think she did <laughs> no she didn't yes anyway, she did um, have you guys got anything else you want to discuss for the episode before we move on to feedback yeah so um, the first 30 seconds in the next episode is just a gulping down the tea <laughs> <laughs> glug, 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 and then she goes. Oh, <sighs> more of that actually. Um, That's delicious. Mm. <laughs> How about she doesn't drink it, um, but mm. then she leaves it on the side, and then Alison sees that there's moon tea, and oh, she's like, "That's annoying." Well, you that's said. Annoying. She's that. like, "Well, you said that you didn't." And she's like, well, no, it didn't. She's like, well, why have you got the moon tea then? <laughs> I like it. It's going to happen. Like or how about this? She does drink it, but it hasn't been brewed properly. And it has some unwanted consequences. Like... It turns into a werewolf. The baby's a dragon. That'd be... Ma- <laughs> well, yeah. No, not yeah. well. Who knows, Gav? No, there's nothing. I don't, I don't know why I'm no. saying well. That's, that, that, that's a lie to the listeners or anything. She gives birth um, to an egg anyway. that ends up being Drogon. <laughs> yeah, they ship it off to Essos, yeah. and that Get is how uh, it happens. <laughs> um, 
All right, let's move on to feedback. Uh, and we've been running a bit long, so we'll, we'll do a couple Make of Make it quickie. Um, yeah, well, not too quick, but not as quick as Damon, anyway. Well, he doesn't even get started, does he? No, he doesn't. Uh, but Christopher said, Hi, guys, loving the podcast and the hot takes too. Uh, did you notice there was a new line of blood in the title sequence this week from Alison Symbol? Uh, this referring to her new baby, Helena Targaryen. We did see. That's very. Thanks, Chris. Uh, we did see. Um, <laughs> thanks, Chris. The baby, Helena, <laughs> Helena Targaryen, didn't we? Yes, we did see her today in this episode. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I didn't notice that in the title sequence. So John, it does evolve, and Gareth, it does evolve. We're still not clear, evolve. though, is it? <laughs> Thanks right. for involving me. Right. <laughs> oh, it's not clear, so well, John, it doesn't matter. John has a go at it. Anyway, you know, but no, well done. I don't care. Like, I think that's a great observation. Well done. <laughs> I I don't have the energy to 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 analyze it. So I'm glad Chris Christopher's on. Can, it I, can I be honest with you guys? Mm. Can I be honest with you? I've been skipping the intro. Yeah. Wow. It's an option. I've been skipping yeah, it. it. pops up. And I tell you why, John, because I'm fucking sick of that song now. Mm. I'm annoyed at How's it. How's it go again? Because it's not its own thing. Game of Thrones. Yeah. And then just the title sequence, House of the Dragon. Yeah. That's how it should be. No, like, I'm just so fed up of it. Like, yeah. I get it. Like, you want to keep the, con- the continuation, but I'm sorry. Anyone who thinks they've done a masterstroke by keeping that title, you're deluded. You're fucking deluded, all right? <laughs> They're lazy as fuck, and they should have just done a new theme song, so, all right? on that basis, can we, can we just ask Christopher just to give us regular updates on the, on the title <laughs> sequence? Yeah, you watch, Christopher, you watch it, all right? Because we, it's like your Netflix, Western Netflix. Yeah. Um, we watch it so you don't have to. Slogan. Mm. We watch it so you don't have to. Chris, that is that is your your new oath that you've taken to this podcast. You must watch it and then let us know if anything else happens, all right? Thanks, mate. Cheers, mate. Thanks for that one. Uh, Sue's in Florida. Uh, Sue's? And said, uh, yeah, Sue's, yeah. As in Susan. Well, I think it's Susie. Good. I'm just clarifying. It's, Okay. Weird clarification. Jesus Christ. Christopher, as in Christopher. (laughs) Well, was it Christopher or Chris? You know. It was Christopher. All right. right. Just double checking. Just. (laughs) All right. Well, anyway. Susan Florida says this. Hey, guys and ladies, I so enjoy your podcast. First met you via Watchman podcast. Oh, yeah. I enjoy listening so much frequently uh, when cleaning around the house or driving and just want something good to listen to. I have a confession. I've even listened to your podcast about a movie or show I didn't even see. I just missed you all after Watchmen. Uh, that excellent show ended. I'm thrilled you're all over Dance of Dragons. Uh, <laughs> or House of the Dragon. It is the Dance of Dragons. Is it? Yeah. That is the Civil War that's about to happen. So you're right. Uh, that's lovely. Uh, and do you know what's funny? This feedback gets read out uh on the episode that is just the Minutemen from the Watchmen podcast. What a coincidence mm. that is. Lovely little coincidence. Um God we missed that show, don't we? Yes. Good show that. Yes. Yes. Bring it back for us and for Suze. How many how <sighs> many five bloob episodes oh, in that oh, there was first like, season? Just like superb, four? wasn't it? It's so superb. good. It was absolutely superb. If, but if no one has seen the Watchmen yeah. Uh, go watch it, HBO show as well, and uh, then you us. can listen to the Watchmen Watchers um, 
and or the podcasts are also on fan critical channel so please do check them out mm. but thanks for that Suze um, making us think of Watchmen times Beth has also written in and said uh, she's watching House of the Dragon uh, yeah Panico yeah. yeah yeah. one of our loyal loyal Patreons Beth has also written in saying she's watching House of the Dragon only because of our podcast because it's like the old days of Watchmen which is damn straight I mean you know they were good days. Are these all going to be about Watchmen? Or... <laughs> <laughs> no, genuinely. Um, it's just been a... In fact, I will say that a lot of people no, who one did about watch Watchmen canal. have now... <laughs> Which canal? Uh, a, lot, a lot of people who watch Watchmen are now watching House of the Dragon and listening to our content. So we really do appreciate that support, guys. Mm. And we're glad that we can be covering a show that you are watching once again. So thank you. You can, of course, write into us at Fan Critical Podcast at gmail.com the email will be in the show notes uh you can also comment on any social media posts uh the twitter instagram and facebook links will also be in the show notes <clears throat> and of course if you do want to sponsor us further you can go to patreon.com forward slash fan critical and give us some monies just like terry did this week thanks, and uh you can just do that thanks terry once more thanks terry. give us monies please donate the lovely monies um, you know, it's free in a way. We've got over 200 episodes of our podcast on our channel for free. It's a bloody bargain, isn't it, boys? I, Absolute bargain. I would pay no money to listen to it. One pound. Myself, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Value. Good. A pound is about $1.25. Yeah. So, yeah. You Shame do the math. Get, get Beric in to do the math. From finance, yeah. put his glasses um, on. <laughs> and that's it for this week, everybody. Thank you for tuning in for our review of episode four, our deep dive of episode four, King of the Narrow Sea. I have been joined by Bronze John. Thank you, thanking you, sir. Lovely, and of course, keeping us full, keeping our bellies full, and keeping our cups even. More full, even brimming over the edge, some would say, with with uh, Dornish red and Arbor gold Fucking and everywhere. the finest meads of the land yeah. is uh, Trusty Squire Gareth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John, uh, you haven't heard this, but if Gareth does a fantastic job for the rest of the season, he will get his knighthood. I don't care. But. You said it doesn't but, care. So. Yeah, well, look, if he keeps acting like this. We'll behead him. No. So he's got. Oh, he gets the end of the you won't, end of the show. I'll keep, dead. I'll keep giving you your little wine. He gets a night, and then there'll be an uprising, and it will be known as Gareth's rebellion. And they'll be like, your, "Who's your fucking wasted all this wine?" Spike. Yeah, <laughs> who's that? Who's your, <laughs> your bronze bitch over there? <laughs> you. Oh God, Jesus. Anyway, thank you, lovely listeners. We'll be back next week with our hot take of episode five, and then, of course, the deep dive a few days later. Thanks to Bronze John. Thanks to Trusty Squire Gareth. Thank you to you, dear listeners, and we'll catch you on the next one. See ya. Bye. Goodbye.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.